This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Every trash EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack and dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 987. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh, yes. What a day. Six o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. Mel Kuyper's new mock draft is going to drop at some point during the show. We're, we're trying to get him on. Uh, this week, Knicks, I mean, they're shorthanded, and then there's what the Knicks are. Um, Joe Shane spoke yesterday. Nicole Hardman reminiscing fondly about his time with the Jets. At what? Don't do that. What do you mean? Because <laughs> you know what you just did. Uh, I, not I, reminiscing fondly. I had, an, I had an incident, and now I have an issue, and I'm very upset this morning. I walked in this morning, it's like, I don't know, five, five-ish. RJ's on the computer laughing. I was like, what are you laughing at? He was watching funny videos. No, no, he was watching the McCall Hardman interview. <laughs> he was out, out he was loud laughing. laughing about McCall Hardman. And he looks at me and he goes, I would be willing to to let you switch football teams if you'd like. No. I, would, I said I, no. I, I would not be allowing that. No, no, he said I would not think any less of you. Right. He said no. It was just a moment between friends. At like RJ, you, you gave him an out that you can switch football teams? I mean, have you heard it? The interview on the pivot? No. I, I read the uh, I read the Sabini. quotes, yeah, but I didn't I didn't hear it yet. I read the quotes too, and then I heard the quotes, uh-huh. and it's just not good. It's just not good. <laughs> you're right. You're right. laughing. It, I, here's why I feel bad though, and I I know we're not gonna we'll get to it, but we might do it now. You don't know what we're doing. Is that it's the time after the Super Bowl, going into the combine. It just seems like this week there are former Jets just popping up. Like, let me tell you another reason why the Jets stink. Like, just all over the place. It just seems unfair. And so it, he walks in, and you gave him an out clause. I, I looked. But at who, him, who are you to do that? I. It was. It was. It was a moment between friends, uh-huh. and I said, "Listen, if if you need out, I think I can get you out of here. No, you, you can't." You can't. He offered it. Who? What? What? What are you going to dig a tunnel for him to leave? <laughs> you, RJ, you're not allowed to do that. Once you commit, you're in. A tunnel to another fandom. No. Would so you, he's going to go down into his tunnel and pass people that are searching for teams, and now he's going to he's going to pop up in the tunnel to the Niners. No. Let, let me ask you this. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Yeah. When his Jets eventually win, which will happen one day, it's going to be sweeter for him than it would be for you. Will it happen? I think are we, are I mean sure? it's just just a clock strikes the same time every now and then like it, it, yes. What if he comes to you mm-hmm. early morning nope. hours before the show? Wants the Giants like, like five fifty six. Said, said I had an issue this morning. Yeah, I, know. I did. He comes to you while you're stuck in traffic. He says, "Dave, you, you need to take me. Come get me." No, you're just gonna leave him there. No. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, is this like 
No, Proverbial? The, like he's looking for a team? No, or he's, to or the tunnel. To the fan tunnel. To the no. fan tunnel. No. Well, I don't understand why you can find a time portal <laughs> and I can't go down the fan tunnel. Listen, I, I stumbled upon, luckily, a, a, a time portal. You can't go to a fan tunnel and just pop up and, oh, look, there's the Falcons. I'll go there. It's like Mario Brothers. You jump in. But it's not okay. Like, look at what Santiago's dealing with. There's teams in the playoffs every year. Yeah, but they lose every year in the most painful of ways. Yeah, but Miko Hartman goes. He leaves the Jets. He wins the Super Bowl. He can't. He catches the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And one of his first reaction is, "Let me tell you about the Jets and why they're terrible." <laughs> it just seems unfair. I, listen, it's a bad lot in life that Rick has chosen. I'm not going to deny that. And do I feel badly for him? Yes. But once you make that choice to lock in with that team, I'm sorry. I still can't get That's over the it. fact that Nicole Hartman. Came on this, this this show. You guys went to training camp. Yes, it was great he, too. He he wore out the dump button. He ends the <laughs> he ends the season catching the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, and for good measure, sticks a middle finger to the Jets. Yeah, I, you oh, wonder man. why he would have any concern at all about the Jets. No, oh, he tells you. Yeah, no, he's going to tell you. And did oh. he pred- he predicted too in Hard Knocks that the, that he was going to catch like that they were going to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl? Just not not the not the, Jets against the Niners, win. right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and he, I'm not even convinced, and we we don't even think he knew the rule in the overtime. But no but, idea. But so what? I mean, I being serious. Like, okay, so he caught it. Doesn't down. matter as long as the, I mean the most important people knew. But I'm just I saying. mean the, the officiating crew knew that that was it. And that's important. Why do we need to pile on the Jets right now? I is didn't do necessary? anything. Don't blame is me. RJ was the one laughing. McColl as he's sitting there with his day. Was he wearing his Super Bowl rings, RJ? In that? Yes. Was, Wait. <sighs> already they got rings? No, his other two. <laughs> He hasn't gotten his third one yet. Oh, God. He's got both on. Is he juggling them? Uh, I had a terrible situation this morning. It was almost, you almost got to do the Wednesday open. No way. I'm telling you. I was, RJ was doing it. Or Raymond was Was there one iota of discussion of, hmm, I wonder where Dave is. There was. Raymond said it. Because I'm never that late. I'm, RJ, RJ, RJ. am I ever 556 late ever? We, We told the line sometimes, not usually 56. But but he says ever recently ever no, but ever and outside yes. of the one day I had to have you park my car I've never been here at five fifty six <laughs> or later that's ever yes yes okay yeah. then ever yes typically no but 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 in fairness to me I did call R J and he came down to help me so the, if you don't hear from me either I'm dead <laughs> or I'm fine or you're stuck behind an oil truck so unbelievable these these guys are un so I I pass Raymond's car I go right I go back right I'm driving down the block. I, 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 then I see the flashing lights. Mm. What's that going to be? Two cars in front. Woman gets out. starts. turn around. Go back. There's an oil truck that's just doing his business. There's a police officer right there, standing there, looking at his pad. I said, are you going to do anything? His response, what do you want me to do? What do I want you to do? The guy is blocking a full block of traffic. I have to go in reverse for almost a full block of traffic. Which you're not good at, by the way. I'm, I, I'm not. No. I mean, listen, I'm good at a lot of things. Elite parallel parker. Yes. I can go back for an extended period of time, not for a full city block. I can't no. do it. So you had to stop. And now I think my fob is broken. <laughs> Look at my fob. It came apart. <laughs> well, how would you break? It's a brand new car. Well, I don't know. That's not a oh, good sign. Give me t- it's, not, it's not broken. I think it might be. No, give it to me. I don't know that anyone can fix this. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> this is the valet key. Okay, but it was in in the thing. See, I don't know that you can fix it. Tell you I'm sure it can it. be fixed. Of course it can be fixed. Will it, will it start if, even if I don't pop that valet key back in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the valet key affects that. I don't know. Way. I was so I was so beside myself that 
See? He's, he's I fixed it. What a job. It was not hard to fix. What had to be done? You had to pop the key back in place? Yeah, right, pop it right back in. You should have seen him. Like a magician. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff was falling out of his pockets. (laughs) That was money. Quarters. Because I I tipped uh, Catalina quite a bit this morning. (laughs) You got quarters back? What? (laughs) Yeah, that's the kind of tip we're talking about. No, 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 no. I gave him a surplus. Extra. But I said, in return, can I get a couple quarters? For what? Uh, A meter. But you pay. I have to go to the dentist later oh. today, and I need a couple quarters. <laughs> you got a busy. You got a busy uh, week. I, I got to go to the dentist today, and then I got to take Alex to the orthodontist today. Also, wow. I'm very busy. Very busy. Um. So the Knicks last night. You know, I sat here, and th- this hoops update brought to you by Bet Three Six Five. I sat here, and yesterday during CMT, and said, "Yeah, you know what? They're still going to be a top four team in the Eastern Conference." I got to tell you, man. I mean, and and it, it's no fault of anybody's. They're, they're falling apart, and understandably so. You can't win games like this. You're playing a literally a full second team is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't let. I mean, I wouldn't let last night. I mean, I wouldn't let that. But Rick, change your mind. Hartenstein's Achilles has to be I get an it. issue. Well, it is an issue, but I mean, that was one of those ones last night where it's not something that Tom Thibodeau usually does. But that was kind of like a lose the battle to win the war. I get it. I get it, but are they going to beat Golden State? Well, it depends on if, J- if Jalen Brunson is is not on the court. No, if Jalen Brunson I mean, isn't playing, think about no. what you played without last night. One of the best players in all of basketball at point. Yep, one of the best players in all of basketball at the four. A legitimate All NBA defensive guy at the three, and not one but two of your centers. How are you supposed to win games like that? You can't. I, I was surprised as soon as I saw the news that both of those guys weren't playing. They were questionable, and as soon as, as soon as I saw they were out, second game of a back-to-back, I was like, I was surprised they kept it as close as they did in the first half. Credit to them. Were they only down one at the half? Yeah, right. And then, and then because I'm an idiot, I'm like, you know, maybe no. they can find a way to steal it. But no, it's it's. I, I got to tell you, it, it would be aggravating if they had their guys and they were losing games. To not have your guys and lose, it's just it's depressing. It's more frustrating. It's it's so frustrating because we had it so good. And and I mean, and it's gone away. No fault of your own. No fault of your own. I mean, and listen, the team continues to they battle. They battle. They're scrappy. They work hard. Uh, they compete, but they, they just don't have enough. Last night was a lack of. They had a lack of talent. It was not an effort issue. It was that they just the Pelicans were a better basketball team. They were. Well, and they they should be. They should be. It'd be weird if they weren't. I mean, they shot thirty seven percent. Also they, helps they when, can't, I mean, how are they supposed to score points? They can't. All, the they, offense, all they could do is shoot the three. And when you watch a game like that, you think to yourself, boy, your second best option just might be uh, Miles McBride. It's like Bogdanovich, DiVincenzo, McBride. I mean, these are your, your fourth, fifth options when you're fully healthy. Right. Then you're asking these guys to, I mean, do more than they're capable of doing. Doesn't help that the Pelicans shot almost 53% from three. That doesn't help either. But, I mean, it was it's it's a big... It's a big team. And when you don't, we've talked about this how many different times and why we think Jalen Brunson should be in the MVP conversation. When he's not on the floor, it's tough for them to score points. I got to tell you, though, I think we got a real issue. Well, I think he's just neck spasms. No, I'm not, not, not with him specifically. It's just this team is completely a disaster right now. Right now it's a disaster, yeah. Um, Hickey Haynes tweets it, nobody's fault. I'll tell you whose fault it is. The coach has made a name of, for himself running players into the ground. So, I, listen, you can take that tact if you want. Well, Julius Randle separated his shoulder. Right. That's not like a fatigue. And OG Ananobi has, has, a, bone has, chip has, has a bone chip in his elbow and is having and surgery. Jalen Brunson woke up with neck spasms. 
But 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 the Hinky Haineses of the world are going to say he has neck spasms because you're playing him too much. No, oh, it's because he took a beating. Because you slept cause, funny. Because you played him too well, much. Well, he slept funny. Well, you got to win games, man. Like, there was a chance, even if he's healthy tonight on a back-to-back, or last night in a back-to-back, that you don't win. Uh, listen, before I, I he don't was feel out, like that. Before he was out, the Pelicans were favored in that game. Uh, yeah, they were two-point favorites, right. And then so, it, it ballooned up to five. And he knew they couldn't win that game. Right, so you have a chance. You can't lose to the Pistons at home. Can't do that. So, he's. I mean, you're going to ask him to do a lot. That's. I mean, that's... The reality of the situation that they're in. You're not going to punt on games. You can't. And you can't punt on games because now all of a sudden you look at things and, you know, you're top four. You're still four. You're, you right now are two games in the loss column from being eight. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm, I was not yesterday. The Brunson injury, and I know it's not going to be long term. I'm sure I'll play when they take on Golden State. I, I don't know. I feel very queasy about where we are right now because it was so good. And it's yeah, gone it so, so badly, so quickly. And I know you. some people want to blame... Um, Thibodeau, I, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to blame him either. But, I mean, uh, last night did not change how I feel about this team. I think when we did CMT yesterday, I said five or six as my marry. I mean, uh, guys will come back. I didn't think, and maybe Colin, if you want, that there was really any chance that they were going to win that game last night once Jalen Brunson was out. None. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was hopeful and no. they competed in the first half, but realistically there was no, no way they were going to win that game. No, but that's just who they are. Of course they're going to compete. That's what they do. That's who they are. I mean, that's again, that's why you love this team so much. Is I mean, one point game at half, third quarter hits, boom, Pelicans score the first ten, and then Trey Murphy, <laughs> Trey Murphy gets loose in the fourth quarter, scores the sixteen game, the game, points. They can't score. They no, had they, nobody that could score. Dude, last they only night. had twenty six points in the paint. Like it just, it was they could not. It was hard for them to get good looks. Right. And I, I listen. I like Precious Achua as, ne- as much as the next guy, but I mean, he can't be your your well, interior. You're presence. asking him to play forty minutes, right? Right? I mean, Josh Hart, another 40 minutes. I mean, Miles McBride, 40 minutes. That's not... No, it's not, no, you're not, gonna, it's not, it's not sustainable, and you're not going to be able to win games like that. Mm-hmm. So so here we are. And, and again, I, I'm not angry. I'm just... I'm, I'm concerned because, you know, you're, you're closer to the eight than you are to the three right now. But let's... Listen. I mean, this is... You can blame who you want. I'm not going to blame I'm not anyone. blaming anybody. Yeah, right. But people... I mean, Hanky Haynes just blame Tibbs. Right. Is... That if you truly believe that this is a good team when healthy, then it, it's not going to matter. It will because you'd like to give yourself the best opportunity to get as far as humanly possible. But once this team is healthy, OG is back, Randall is back, those guys with fresh legs, that if you finished eighth, whatever, I mean, you got to get through the plane, you got to get through the plane. I mean, it's. If you told but- me I'd, I'd be healthy and whatever my road would be, I would take that. But here's the thing. I don't know where I'm going to finish, and I don't know my level of health when I get to the postseason. No, I know. No one knows. I mean, we don't know. I mean, I, I'm i pretty sure OG's going to come back and he's going to be healthy. That's not, I mean, it's it's. Well, we don't know about Randall. Randall's the one we don't know, or when, what he looks like when and he comes Robinson. back. And Robinson. And this Hartenstein thing's a real concern. It's got to be a real well, concern. Well, they're managing it. They're managing it. This was one of those ones where it's like, hey, I'm not going to push him. Why would we push him now? Especially if there's a chance Brunson's not playing, so we sit him out. Right. And he rests his Achilles. Right. But, like you're right. Like there's no there's no guarantee that that Mitch comes back. It, it, you know, it just it felt like it was like kind of a dream scenario right. happening, and it feels like that's been ripped away, and it's upsetting to me. I'm not blaming anybody, but I'm I'm not angry. I'm just I'm upset. I understand that, but I think the way you have to look at it is if you thought when this thing was when this Knicks team was at its best, when you brought over OG, all of a sudden both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively, they were. I mean, it, it was as good as I've seen them play in a long, long time. And they had that unbelievable month. If you think that's what they are, right. then, 
you just got to hope they get healthy and then That's whatever right. road they have to go So through. the most important thing is health followed by trying to win these games. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're right, big picture, but to, to sit here to watch last night, I don't know, it's very difficult for me. No, I know, but it's a, yeah, I think because it's uncomfortable for us because we're, we're not one of those teams that feels like we can kind of, you know, glide through the regular season and not really care where we finish. I think we were so hell-bent because you could see that number two, like, you know, we're staring that number two seed right in the face. Right. We're like, oh. Could you imagine? So that that ship has but sailed. This is, but this is how a lot of teams that are used to being in the postseason every year kind of feel. It's like, hey, keep our guys fresh. Right. Let's make sure we're healthy. It right. doesn't matter if we're five, six, whatever it is, we'll find our way. See, I kind of think it does matter, though. I think it matters for this team. But well, I'm just saying, not like, only that, like like five, six. No, you know what? Give me the, give me the six. Get, I, I don't I don't want the I don't. My biggest concern. I want to avoid Boston as long as humanly possible. I understand that, but you're just delaying the inevitable anyway. What's the difference? Uh, I, I, because you it would matter. Anyway. It, because, I'll tell you why. Because it would matter to me to go to the conference finals instead of the second round. Well, I understand that. But if, I mean, maybe, hey, look at the bright side. Maybe you're fresher in the second round as opposed to waiting until the Eastern Conference finals. It, maybe you're right. And that's your hoops update brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, never ordinary at Bet365. Also, from superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at eBay Motors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Had uh, I not been proficient in backing up all the way on a block, those reads could have been yours. I would. I look forward to it, especially with my voice like this. It would yeah, have been great. I think so, too. A, really so, nice. a solo vehicle of you? <laughs> oh, so nice. Bringing in RJ? Can I switch teams? God knows what RJ would have said. We've been in the tunnel. Right. Right you, in the Phantom you, Tunnel. I'd walk in today. Where's Rick? He's in the fan tunnel. <laughs> That's where he is. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. That will do it as the Pelicans dribble it out. Disappointing one for the Knicks. We still fought, had a chance in the fourth. Short. I think how you should feel should depend on what you think this team is when they're healthy. We're blowing out Denver. We're blowing out Philly. And Philly, I mean, as a Knicks fan, a great time to be alive. And now here we are. I don't know where I'm going to finish, and I don't know my level of health when I get to the postseason. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Do you have an update with this woman situation? We went to the game last night. She left like a half hour ago. Oh! On 98.7 ESPN. No, you can't buy flowers. Apparently, that's very much frowned upon. What's the matter with people? Listen, you're 50 years old, man. You've been out of the game. I'll tell you what. If there's ladies listening, you call me and tell me if getting flowers from someone that you're remotely interested in is ever a bad thing. Ever a bad thing. Okay, but it's not not apples to apples. This is is the second go around. So what? So he's hopefully learned from his original mistakes. What what, what was he doing originally? She's a woman that doesn't appreciate the flower? No, it seemed like he may be too desperate early. Well, I don't... She had turned her off. If you... if. Listen, this is ridiculous. I'm with you, buddy. So, so you went on your first date with Cass, yeah, and you sent her a bouquet of flowers delivered. Said had a great no, time thinking more, of even, you. She would think it was lovely. No, but I, different strokes for different folks. Some women might not like that. I if, actually, if it's a woman that doesn't like it, then you need to find a new woman. Forget flowers. I called her the next day and asked her to go to a, a Yankees game. Right, and she which, said I'm in. Which some would see as oh, desperate. If you like someone. You, you, I mean, you don't want to be creepy, but there's nothing creepy no. about in any of these scenarios. No, especially with, I mean, you gotta, you obviously have to, you know, you have to read the room a little bit. Of right, course. you have to be. I mean, how the first date went? Did she was she into you? I mean, she had her tongue in my mouth the whole time, so I was like, I'm pretty sure she's gonna say yes. And then that was the love story began. Yeah, it's beautiful. That was beautiful. The, the, the tongue, what? Tongue right in my mouth. Mm. <laughs> really? Oh. She couldn't keep her hands off. Of first, first date, tongue in in your. Eventually, yeah. It wasn't immediate. So she's a floozy. No, she's no floozy. It was just like, I give off some heat. Yeah. Can you say that? What? Floozy? Yeah. Is that, is that, that's way worse than what I said yesterday. No. Or somebody is a floozy. Floozy? Flo- floozy is not a, you can say, you say floozy. You say my wife is loose. No, I mean. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying the word itself is bad. It's just like the. A young woman you? who has many casual sexual partners yeah. or dresses or behaves in a sexually provocative no, way. No, no, I know, I know what it means. Yeah. Yeah, we know what it means. I mean, she's, she's, she's talking nice, about. a nice word for a. She's I mean, making out with you when you're meeting you for 20 minutes. It wasn't 20 minutes. It's so fact, though. But you're, you're. If the floozy fits. No, no. What? Maybe she just felt that way about him. I'm offended. Why? I think I would be too. Yeah, I mean, she just, I but can't say the word, but he, I mean, you, you pretty much cleaned up what... He's lucky you're not feeding him the chair right now. Right. He's very... Really? Lucky. This surprises you? This could affect, this could affect I, your I relationship with Cass. 
How so? You just called, you just her, called floozy. her floozy, man. Well, I didn't realize that she was so promiscuous right off oh the bat. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be one of those, I'm sorry if what I said offended you. <laughs> yes. I, did, I did it yesterday. I had one at home, and she's like, you are the worst the apologizer worst. ever. Now your son picked it up. That's what you should feel bad about. Your he's son's a, supposed he's to be, a great kid, Yeah, though. but they should be better than us. I'll change the subject here. Yeah, don't what? try to change the subject. I'm not. I'm calling I'll, the I'll guys stare this right in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, he feels good about it. I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I, just, I speak one the, the truth. Ni- like, I one of the nicest up. people. Yeah, he's in his mind. I never goes, said she wasn't lovely. You know, I'm just mind, saying she's promiscuous. No, you got a couple words going to through your fault. mind that you'd like to call her, but you just like, oh, floozy sounds nicer. No, I wasn't yeah, thinking any of the words. What were, what were you thinking of? The word mm-hmm. rhymes with mutt. <gasps> I would. I was not thinking mm, that. Well, that's a nasty. That's a naughty word. They pretty much mean the same yeah, thing. They're basically Dave. synonyms. Or tank. I know what you're thinking. Behaves in a sexually provocative way. It was one kiss. The way you portrayed it, it was very aggressive. She's a very good kisser. Maybe that's just like I want to. I want to impress him with the tongue action. Okay, it was very impressive. That's great. Wrote on a date the next day. Good. I'm glad. And we I, think she's, I think she's great. No, you think she's easy. I I I think she maybe was easy. I don't <sighs> think she's easy now. I don't think oh, that she oh walk down the street and goodness. you know, like people around Manhattan can just start kissing her. Oh, I think that, that'd be frowned upon. Is this your time to how make you, it better? How do you function day to day? What does that mean? Seriously, like, well, I, honestly, what does that mean? How do people not constantly wish want to fight you? Like he's like he's like a real life Larry David. <laughs> no, he is like he's the real life Larry what, David. What, what is this? Larry David is the real life Larry no, David. No, but the, the, the shit you are him. It's who you are. Like you don't even realize you're offending you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I'm really a walking offending R- R- machine. The RJ first night you went out with Ange, were you, were you all over her or no? I'm no, but listen. right exactly because she's not a floozy. You're oh, you're making it so much worse. <laughs> Your attempt, your attempt to apologize just now was, you know what, I I, I misspoke. She's not a floozy. Maybe she was, but she's no longer. <laughs> right. Currently, I think not she's a floozy. she's post floozy. Somehow, I don't think that makes it better. No, because it doesn't. It doesn't. He stands by what he said. I, I don't even know. The, right. I don't even know the cast would if, argue if with me. This, if this I think a, she knows back in her younger uh, days that she gave things. I hope out. she calls in. I hope she calls in. Good. She did this. Did you hear him? Yeah, I heard. Do you hear him? Yeah, I'm hearing every word of it. It's the worst. And, and yeah, what I said to him yesterday was the line. What you said was unbelievable. No, was it? It's a fair question. That was a fair question. Leave it. Leave Compa- it just- compared to what you just said about my wife? No, yours was X-rated. Yeah. Mine was very G-rated. Very G-rated. Don't Rick blame man, Rick. Don't Rick, blame me. Oh no! Because what? Don't blame me. Rick don't blame abused- me because Cass is uh, given given the milk away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, God. And I adore her. Uh, Sounds like we're never going to recover from this. <laughs> but just don't leave the two of us in a room alone, because I, I don't know. Uh, let's go to Sal in Brooklyn. Hi, Sal. You're on 9870 ESPN. Yo, good morning, boys. Yo, D, honestly, those are fighting words, man. You call my man woman of flues just because you could tell when... You're into something. Growing up, if you had a girl that you knew was nothing, you're going to throw away. Big deal. But when you see something really nice that you know you want to get to. Then you stick your, your tongue right in the middle of that thing, right? Is that what you're well, saying, listen, Sal? Listen. The more the you like the it, the more aggressively sexual you get with nah, that. Nah, but that loose is a bad word. And also, that dude in New Orleans, you could laugh about the Knicks all you want. You're a loser, pal. You're going to a city away from a girl that's going to dump somebody so she can talk to you. She's not your friend, man. 
Dump that, throw that face back in the water, and go get yourself a girl that you could sit down with in your house, watch a game, be that loser in New Orleans, and don't worry about our nets. We'll be okay. Well, you know what the funny thing is? I mean, I I have like zero thoughts about the Pelicans. They are couldn't be more irrelevant to me. I actually think you're one of the people that wouldn't. You want Zion? You would want Zion. I I love Zion. Yeah, I mean, he he does things that just guys can't do, and I think if he's motivated to play, which I think he could be in New York, he look out. Yeah, listen, I mean, he just felt like the opportunity was there. He's going to call it and gloat a little bit. It's fine. That's fine. What yeah. are we going to do? I like that he listens to the show every yeah, day. We lost. I mean, he's going within, within like radar distance of his. It didn't matter to him that we had one starter available last night. No big deal. Jets beat the Bills, and the Bills are completely shorthanded. You gloating? No, you saw me when we beat you. Yeah, that's true. I wanted to come in here like a peacock. I couldn't do it. Was, it felt like a loss. That really was pathetic. Pathetic. Um, let's go to Chris in Hamburg. Hi, Chris. You're on 98.7. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Dave, yeah. uh, you should get punched in the throat. Why? Um, that's, calling, calling a man's woman a floozy, that's not cool. But, Rick, you need to like handle we're Like that. back in the day, too. Um, Oh, you floozy? <laughs> See? But after, like, um, like an old hat and a cigar. Ah, she's a, she's a, a floozy. Floozy, huh? <laughs> floozy, huh? As Knicks fans, I mean, we should be proud of this team. They're fighting. It's the second unit. And you know what? If we come out postseason and we're healthy, I like our chances against anybody. I don't care. With, with, with our, our full lineup, I'm talking about all five starters, we're beating anybody we could take the championship. In a seven-game series, I don't know about that. I, I don't care. I don't know oh, I, I know about that because I believe in this team. You got you got healthy guys, and they're motivated, and they're probably hearing us talk about them. That they, they can do it. Let me tell you, the power of belief is something that's really strong. But now, my next thing is, guys, you guys are going to play in a pickleball tournament. I'm hosting a pickleball tournament April 28th. I would love for you guys to come. Uh, well, where, where is this pickleball tournament? It's at the Meadowlands YMCA. Dave, right in the backyard of MetLife Stadium. Come on. Yeah, that sounds great, but I I'm, I can't commit to that, and I'll tell you why. Baseball. Well, that, but it's a Sunday, right? So probably not baseball. I, I can't spend two consecutive Sundays out playing pickleball. Well, I have so I have baseball, so our games are on Sunday. So so what are you doing on May the 5th? I'm going to have to, someone else is going to have to coach. So there's going to be games that you're going to miss? Yeah. This is why I can't commit to anybody. Everyone's like, oh, I'll just commit. I can't. You know this. The schedules don't like it's. They're willy nilly with these schedules, man. It's like you say, okay, the tournament's going to be this. Well, they don't give you the schedule right. for a week out. Right. No, I know. I have a ton of that this summer. Um, email from Jessica S. She says uh, lines are busy, can't get through. Uh, there's a, a free line now if you'd like one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. If I were Cassie, I would not speak to Dave again. Do better. As for the flowers, I would take flowers any single day. By the way, best show on the radio. Here's the thing, though. I think Cassie, uh, Cassie, Cassie understands that you're a little touched. Mm-hmm. So it's like the cost of doing business sometimes. Can't help yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not functioning with a full deck. No, no. No. We all recognize that. I think that. she understands yeah. that. Yeah. Let's she probably to... laughed. That's how sick she is. She probably laughed. But it wasn't, it wasn't meant as like it was a nasty, sick though. joke or it anything. It was nasty. You said you were out with her for the yeah, first you're time. You're lucky I'm your partner. Yeah. Because most people... Right you're the, you're the one that wants the open right locker room. To, right to the throat. You're the one. Yeah, but the you open locker, define that. The open, the open locker room has, has limitations to it. Yeah, this is the type of comment that in an open locker room will lead you to get dunked in the cold tub like right. Ritsa Mukamara or something like right. that. Well, your car gets filled up with popcorn. Really? They yeah. put popcorn in my car? Yeah, right. Whole thing. Open the sunroof, dump the popcorn right in. Really? Yeah. Ruins everything. How are you going to open the sunroof? You get the guy's keys while he's on the ice. Oh, really? 
Yeah. So while he's worrying about his career, you're worrying about pranking him. It, well, if he if he deserves it, mm-hmm. we had one guy that took the guy because he was such a bad guy. His brand new car took the key, went to the skate sharpening machine, and just right in the skate sharpener, it took off one of the little things on the end of the key so you could put it in, but it wouldn't turn. And the guy sat in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, when you when you used uh... yeah, when you used keys, right? And he was he was calling the dealership, swear, like going crazy. Really? Oh yeah, cars are lemon. It's the fact. That's funny. <laughs> Guys are ruthless. Let's man. go to Alice in Verona. Alice, hi, you're on 98.7. Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Hi, Alice. Hi. First and foremost, I just want to say Ray's still my favorite because he's a Cowboys fan. Right. However, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the flowers. Mm-hmm. You don't give flowers to every woman. And especially, even if it's the second go-around, if someone doesn't like flowers, they don't like flowers. But flowers are so simple, like, flowers die. Be a symbol of a dead relationship. Interesting. So, you know, you, so, so, Alice. I don't know what your dating situation is. If you're married or, or single or whatever. If you if you went out with someone and you had a nice time and they sent you flowers the next day, you would you would be turned off by that. I would be apprehensive. Wh- why? Go out with the guy again. What? Well, she doesn't like flowers. What? It's not. It's not like we went to like you know back in the day. You went to a cotillion and you got a cafard and you want to put a petal in a book. No. What? Is, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like flowers, but you die. They die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or something that's going to stay alive. Give so if he sent you a diamond ring, would that be okay? No, that's desperate. That's desperate. That's scary. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I just how about just uh, how about a nice text. Uh, is, is, that, is that allowed or is that not night. is that not okay? Love to see uh, is, you that, is that desperate? How are fl- I don't you guys because they die. I, I'm in an that, alternate that universe. That, How are valid. flowers a bad thing? That, that is valid. There are there are some women who don't like flowers. Right, if they, you, if you know she doesn't like flowers, of course you don't send flowers. Yeah, yeah. But what if you're, you're risk? What else is anything? Is you're risking it? What are you risking? If you if you don't well, know whether or not she likes flowers, well, she's under the but flowers. Again, I'll it pivot, could give her the wrong. But I'll pivot back to you know Carl's been involved in this long enough that he should know whether or not she likes flowers by this point, right? But even if you make a mistake, you send flowers. She doesn't like flowers. She's like, oh, by the way, I don't really care for flowers. Okay, you know what? Fine. She's not going to be like, I can't believe this okay. lunatic but would so, send me that's flowers. What I'm saying, though, it should be irrelevant at this point. How about right. this, though? He should know. How about this, though? Yeah. How about this? Mm-hmm. What if it's already understood that she wants to keep this thing casual? Like this is a this is a casual thing. Enjoy going well, that's out. Clear, that, but it's clear that that's not what Carl wants. Well, right. But he's got to play the game. He's got to. Okay, I don't want to be. But if you have to play the game, then it, then is it really the right thing? Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you. Though. I got to tell you. If if you're playing that game, yeah, you're not going to win. Yeah, you're not going to win. No, long term, you're not going to win. But just like okay, so Carl has the girl that he's want to he wants to be with. He's with her. He gets to take her out. They get to do fun stuff at night. I mean, enjoy it while it lasts, and then when it ends, it ends. Because it's clearly not going to make it. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it. All right. But, With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Bottom of my heart. If I offended Cass, she's upset, you're upset, I fully apologize. That was not my intent. I know. I just got swept away in the moment. <laughs> what a moment to be swept away in. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize it like 20 minutes. Savage. And all of a sudden you guys are knee deep in. It wasn't 20 minutes. It was early on. No, it wasn't early on. It was a long date. How the way you said, like her tongue was deep into my mouth. No, I don't know. I, she just said she. I mean, we, it was it was clearly something there. There was something there. We just uh, we locked eyes and we knew. Okay, it was it? I was done. You knew all the fun stuff. Coming. I told you. I knew before I ever met Sherry that I was going to marry her. Ah, uh, that's a little, that's a little weird. Why? Well, you haven't met her yet. So what? There was no face to face. Well, I'd seen a picture. Well, it's different than meeting someone in person and having a date and a conversation. Okay. I had a great conversation on the phone. I knew that she... Listen, it's I'm not easy. I know you find yeah, this hard to believe. I'm not easy. Gary, what a catch you are. And if you can keep up with me verbally on the phone, then you got something about you that's very special. I still can't get over when you guys are on your second date and she just like, already second date knew you well enough to bring a book to dinner. Like at some point, no, no, I don't think she brought a book to dinner because of me. I think she ha- she she had it in she, her purse. She is a voracious reader yeah. and had a book with her. And when I do you, rem- I mean, how many college football games can I mention to you? The like, oh, Miami Ohio know, State national still, championship game double overtime. Well, you left at the table for like uh, yeah. how long? I was like, I'm just going to go run up to the bar and see what's happening. And then it was so good what was happening that I, I came back. I was like, listen, it's still happening. And I went back. And then McGahey <laughs> got hurt. Then I, I was like, it's still happening. She's like, just stay up there. Just I'll stay. I'll read. She knew. Yeah. That's why you guys are still together. Yeah. She's uh, the, she's the best. Absolute best. She really is. Yeah. She's no floozy. She is no floozy. Uh, you want to go McCall Hardman or Joe Shane? I'll let you choose because I know the Hardman could be difficult for uh, you. You pick. Well, let's go with Joe Shane. Some of the things he had to say yesterday in addressing the current state of the New York football giants. Um, let's start with Saquon. He says he still wants him back. 
We have, you know, Saquon Barkley, which we're going to talk to his representatives this week. There, there's nothing new on that front. You know, the conversation, the plan all along was to meet here in Indy and have those discussions about, you know, how we're going to move forward with him. He's a guy we'd like to have back. So those conversations will take this week and will you know, take place this week and we'll see if we can get something done. You know, it's funny. I, I, I was fully on the side of I think this is over. Ian O'Connor was tweeting yesterday. Maybe he had an article. I forget. And he says he thinks that and he's so dialed in said he thinks Saquon's going to be back with the Giants again. I think it depends on I think it's going to come down to how much Saquon wants to be a Giant. Because I'm telling you, when we when we first started talking about this not too long ago, after the season ended, and I mentioned this feels like the whole Pete Alonso thing that's going on. If you listen to David Stearns, that's the exactly. I mean, that's exactly what he says about Pete, Pete Alonso. Oh yeah, we he we, we'd love to have him back. Right. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see. I mean, they, it didn't sound but, like but they were, the Giants have made it perfectly clear where they stand on Saquon Barkley. I understand that, but it didn't feel like a when they initially talked before during the bye week, they talked about a. A contract. It didn't seem like they were that far apart, and didn't get it done. So, and they have more money under the salary cap that you could right. spend. You found. I mean, you found this extra money. It's just uh, you got Dave. I mean, you got Daniel Jones coming off the books after the season. If you want, if you're going to draft a young quarterback, it would make sense to put him as many weapons as you can around him. He's one of the leaders of your team. He's the right. face of the franchise. I, I don't know. Like I would be saying if I'm Saquon Barkley. Well, you keep saying this. Do you want me or not? You know what Ian's rationale? I'm remembering now. I'm going I'm to look this up on Twitter. Is that um, Saquon loves New York, right, and wants to be here. That's what I just and, said, and the Giants are kind of taking advantage of his. Well, this is what it feels like to me. And I was just saying this to you guys during the break. When you have this this many running backs that are all hitting the market at the same time, it's right. almost like. And I know, you know, there's no we don't want to talk about collusion and everything else. This almost feels like, hey, yeah, okay, you guys hit the market, hit the market. Well, we'll you'll get a real taste of what your value is. Here's what he said yesterday: In uh, Barkley loves the Giants. And John Mara loves him for the way he's repped the franchise. I'm optimistic this actually gets done. I wouldn't love that if I were you. Why? What, what do you mean, why? Why? Because of the, the Mara part of it? That's not why you should uh, why you should think he's coming back. Yeah, but it, but whatever the rationale behind him coming back, it's not. I mean, Joe Shane is clearly making his stand on it. No, come on. If it was, I don't all, know it, now. It was, it was all every no, no. It every, was all John Mara that would have signed him to a long term no, deal no, last season. No, right, but. Every report I read about the Giants, if it's Daniel Jones or it's Saquon Barkley, always comes back to, well, the owner really likes him. Shouldn't matter what the owner... You hired Joe Shane to to, to run the team. Right. To make decisions for your team. If he doesn't think that paying Saquon Barkley now for however many years... Then you have to follow that lead. I agree with that. Right. So, I mean, that that can't be the reason. I don't think it is. I think it's it's just another reason. Joe Shane's not going to do anything that he doesn't want to do. You say that, but... I mean, if you're getting a nudge from the owner, right, well, you know what? If you're getting nudges from the owner on what should happen, then you're you're going to win nothing. You're never you're never going to win anything. Not, has that not been? It has, it has been a problem, but at least they have gone away from their comfort zone. I, I don't I don't think that the the meddling ownership is all that involved with this. They might say, well, "Yeah, we'd love to keep them." No, no, but I think there are certain. I think there are certain players that ownership does get involved with. I think they did with Eli. I think they kept it close to the vest and brought in guys that they were comfortable with, and I think they have changed their philosophy a little bit. No, but I think that Daniel Jones and I think that Saquon Barkley, like if guys like that, owners will have a say in. Well, they're easy guys to root for and, and they sure represent the to, franchise Right, well. and I'm sure they'll have to run by the owner, hey, are you all right with us drafting a quarterback? Would, would you would you like for your the guys that represent the franchise so well to be great guys? Of course. But they have to be great players. Yeah, but you can't be hung up on that. 
And it feels like no, they get I, hung I, up I, on that I sometimes. Think so. I think that the, the image of the Giants to their ownership group matters a lot. And I, I like that to an extent, but not when you cross the line of, you know. When you start uh, sacrificing winning. And, and when you start making personnel decisions. You know, Jerry Jones makes personnel decisions. I think it's awful. I don't. I don't want John Marin and the Tish contingent to be making personnel decisions. Well, the, the, the big, the bigger problem, the bigger problem with the whole Dallas thing is, and you get in a situation like this, is that the players feel like they just have a, they have a, a, a the ability to just step over the coach and the GM and go right to the owner. Right, which is the last thing which you want. Is you a want. pipeline right to the owner is is the last thing you want. Um, has Saquon's value changed? Here's Joe Shane. I wouldn't say his value has changed, especially the organization. Like He's a captain, he's a leader, he's a hard worker. I, I think the world of, of Saquon, and I still think he can play. So my value for Saquon really hasn't changed. Unfortunately, throughout the process, starting back in November of 2022, we weren't able to come to an agreement in terms of where we both thought a deal made sense. So we'll circle back again. He has a new agent, Ed Berry, who we have a really good relationship w- with, with CAA. Really good guy and does a great job. So look forward to sitting down and having conversations with him. I I think we've all grown, Saquon, myself, the organization, through the last 12, 13, 14 months. And Saquon may be in a different place now than he was then in terms of understanding the market and the business side of it. And I'm looking forward to having those conversations with him. What I don't understand is what does it mean we've all grown? We've all grown. I think he's probably pointing to the fact that, that Saquon understands. And we'll take a, a team-friendly deal? Yeah, or just understanding like when the season, with how this season unfolded how there was a real opportunity for this thing to just go completely sideways. Right. And maybe now getting a chance to see what Saquon Barkley means to that team in a situation like that with that kind of adversity maybe changed in his mind what his value really was. Maybe. And he's going to start valuing that all that other stuff a little bit more, which would, again, we say about guys all the time, though, like the Pete Alonso thing. Pete Alonso is probably more valuable, not probably, he's more valuable to the Mets than he would be any other team. Of course. Because he's the face of the franchise. Of you know course. I mean? And the fans love him. And then Saquon on the other side's grown where he knows like he's not fighting for the running back market anymore. That was like the whole thing, right? Running backs, we've got to fight for our uh, our value. Now it's like, no, no, I'm going to fight for what I want. Right. And by the way, he's not winning that fight at all. No, but the owners are going to prove it to them now. Yeah, they are. This was the whole Baltimore thing with Lamar. Look at who's available. That, that's what I'm saying. Though. I mean, you have you, who are the best running backs in all of football? McCaffrey, not available. Who else? Who's the, the well, say? I mean, you got you got Henry, Jacobs, Saquon. I mean, the, the, you're talking about uh, like second, third, fourth, fifth best running back in football just sitting out there available. Sitting out there. Dude, I'm telling you, it feels like the Lamar Jackson thing, where it's he's hell-bent. I'm getting a fully guaranteed contract because Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed contract. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? You think so? All right. See how many teams Just, just because one team made an, a monumental mistake doesn't mean the other GM's in order. And also, Cleveland's so desperate. So desperate. But that's the hope, though, when you hit the market, is they get a team desperate enough to Listen, pay Listen, maybe there's a team that's willing to pay Saquon an, an, an exorbitant amount of money and he'll up and leave the Giants. Which would be, I mean, see, that's the other thing, too, that you got to take into account in this. Like, if you never had any expectation that you were going to bring him back, even if the number came down to where you wanted it or close to what you wanted and you didn't trade him, that seems foolish, too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. How you doing? Good? Oh, I'm doing great. Good. Yeah. I feel like you've it? had a very good show today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Absolutely. It means a lot. Good. You're trying to butter me up now. What do you mean? You're trying to butter me up. No, that's not true. Yeah, it is. I see what you're doing. How do you figure? Keep it up. So, uh, you do, do you not want me to say nice no, things like about it. you? 
I'm saying keep it up. I like it. Oh, okay. I like the verbal no, but, but I'm not trying to butter you up. I think you've had a very solid show Thank today. You. I think you've done very good work. Yes. And I'm appreciative of that. Um, we still have a lot to do today. A lot. we got to get back to the Knicks and that, I don't know. I mean, you knew they were going to lose the game, but I don't know. It's just frustrating to watch it. And we got to get to this McCall Hardman story, too. I've, I've held off as long as humanly possible. The sad part is it, does not, it doesn't surprise me. It's like the it was like the article that we read with Diana Rossini. The stuff that I read did not surprise me, and this is just a firsthand account. But how many people were like attacking Diana? She's making it up. It's not true. And then you hear from McCole Hardman. Should we listen to a little no, bit? I think of we that? have to. All right, uh, McCole Hardman on the pivot um, on the Jets lying to him. Here we go. Telling me certain things like I meet with you and you like, yeah, I'm gonna get you some plays. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make sure you get involved in the game plan, but I play two plays. That's not that you can't tell me that. I'd rather you tell me I feel like these guys better than you and we'll figure you out later. I bet I can take that. I'm a grown ass man. I can I understand that. But when you keep telling me and feeding me lies and saying certain stuff, then that's what don't sit right with me because like I know for a fact I'm better than him for sure. Like I ain't trying to, you know where I know I'm better than him, I'm better than him too. Garrett Wilson, the only person y'all should just be like, hey, he can go. He's one of them guys. So go. I have no problem. Problem with y'all putting it around Garrett Wilson for sure. I don't. I don't care. Like that's fine. But when you come to certain other things, like come on, like I don't understand why I'm not in the rotation with that. And y'all never gave me a reason as to why either. Yeah, you, you know what's a bad look? You tell the guy he's going to play, and you put him in for two plays right. is, is absurd. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm telling you as a you know as a guy that's been in locker rooms with coaches, like that's all you really ask for. Like you heard him, you guys. I I I recognize Garrett Wilson's the guy. Right. I got no problem with that. Right. But don't tell me that you're gonna draw plays for me and then I play two plays. It, it it's guys embarrassing. Just want, guys just want honesty, man. You, you know what's bad? The guy just won a Super Bowl, and he's doing an interview and he's crushing the Jets. It's a it's well, I think a there's some bad questions. look, well, man. It's a bad look for both sides. But I mean, I think there's some questions as to why. I mean, why he was. Was never it's, used. It's a worse look York. for the Jets. Yeah, it's a worse look for the Jets. How, how does McCall Hardman look? It probably pisses him off. I'm sure he, you can you can hear how angry he is. I was reading a quote yesterday that he said, you know, he, he basically checked out and he knew he had, they had contact with the the Chiefs and that's where he wanted to go. No, it actually did not paint uh, some little tampering going on. Uh, it, it yeah, a lot of tampering. Yeah, it did sound a little Come tampery. Um, more McCall Hardman on the pivot reaction when Rodgers got hurt in Week One. What was your reaction oh, to that? It's going to be a long day, boy. Because <laughs> you got to understand, people understand, Aaron is the offense, bro. His thought process and his ability to get to anything that he wants to is scary. There's no bad play with Aaron. Like, I'm telling you, like, run deep, you run down the middle, you stop right here, and you run this slant. He has the ability to matter. Hot routes, he has that ability. He has that ability. It's like, and he's so smart with defenses. Like, I, like in practice, the man be like, yeah, he's blitzing. Hey, you back up. You're not coming. How do you know he's not blitzing, bro? Like, you know, you don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, his mind is, is fantastic. Well, let's take the positive out of that. This guy who has played with Patrick Mahomes and won numerous Super Bowls thinks that Aaron Rodgers is just an absolute savant, savant. when it comes to quarterback yep. play. That's that's positive. Yeah, that's positive, but it also, I mean, it, it kind of speaks to also us and the feeling we had about the thing in Hackett without Aaron Rodgers. We knew. That he's not good. We knew. That it's, I mean, this, and I guess, I mean, listen, it, it's the risk that you ran when you decided to to go all in and do whatever it takes. I mean, you hired Nathaniel Hackett after what you saw in, in Denver. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was not at the top of anyone's list. Hey, I can't wait to hire this guy after what just happened You know in why they hired him. They right? hired him for one reason, but to get Aaron Rodgers. He got hurt. And the guy clearly doesn't know what he's doing. And it all went up in smoke. Um, he says Jets didn't adjust when 
Rodgers got hurt. We know that, but here is McCole Hardman. But when a guy like that leaves the offense, and it's like more so it's conceptual, like, okay, now just make the throws, it get harder for the offense. And then you put a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson to try to carry, the, the put into that role, rather than making the offense where he's at his best. They didn't do that. You know what I mean? Cause I've been situated where Pat get hurt, and we had Chad Henney in there, or more. And Coach Reed just made the offense where it solidified them, and we won games. We went 4-1 when Pat was out. Yeah, but here's the difference. You're talking about Andy, Andy Reid as compared to Nathaniel yeah. Hackett. Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, right? Yeah. No, that so, just seems. But I mean, that just seems like, like what you would naturally do in anything. Of, but of course, like, but it's like I, I don't care what you do. It's like it, with this show when you when you're not here, the show's going to be different, right? When you're here, it's, but but but. It, Yes, you can't like. I'm but not you, ask. but you adjust that, but to that's who, who you're working with. But that's what I'm saying, right? I don't just say no. This is going to be. You're not. Dave does it this way, and this is how it's going to be. Yeah, no, like not. that doesn't make sense. Well, if Gross is more comfortable another way, maybe you work in another way. Exactly right. But the problem is the person that's that's tasked with making this decision, whether or not you know, or how to to pivot to an offense that works better for Zach Wilson, doesn't know how to. This is the offense he knows. <laughs> He's been in the league for a long time. And the fact also, that there's only one way. Well, I mean, this is the way he knows, and this is the way that they practiced. I mean, all the entire offseason was... I, I get it, but... Aaron Rodgers is the offense. Sometimes things happen, and you have to adjust. Right. Like, I mean, the whole the whole purpose of being a coach is get the get the best out of what you have. So so the offensive coordinator didn't adjust, and the team didn't adjust. Well, how would the team adjust if the well, coordinator well, the, can't? The, the team would say, you know what, let's bring in a quarterback that's capable. And the quarterback's not good. Well, that, well, that's how the team didn't adjust. Let's bring... I'm not saying the players. I'm saying the management. Hey, guys... Rodgers gone. Let's bring in a quarterback that's capable of doing this. Let's let's ride him back again because it'll work this year. Oh yeah, it worked all right. Oh, unbelievable. Um, and I think this is this is bad. This is going to upset you, McCall Hardman, telling us a story about punt returning or not against the Chiefs. That's something you relate to your next person. You got to let them know. That's like if, if the, your QB hurt, you need to tell the backup, hey, I need you to take more extra reps this week because you might have to play this game. That's what a coach does. If you a coach, that's what you do. you the National Football League, bro. You're not in Pop Warner. You a coach. Right. You supposed to, you supposed to let people know that because if I'm not a star returner, my mindset ain't on returning in the game. It's not unless I actually have to really do it. You know what I'm saying? So we get to, to the thing, mind you, he heard on Wednesday. I didn't get talked to him Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I not have not one word to this, this this man. Sunday on the field, we out there catching punts. I got pads on. We finna play. I'm on the knee. The, the team finna come out, especially the quarterback come to me. And like, hey, I need you to be the star returner in this game. I said, no, I'm not returning punts for you, bro. He told myself, oh, you don't want to do it? No. Why would I, why would I want to return plus for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I want to return plus for you? First of all, the reason I said it because not too long ago, you you telling the head coach that you don't trust me back there. Right. And I wouldn't meet with you and tell you, like, hey, why you don't trust me? All right, so I think it makes both sides look bad. It makes Hardman look bad. It does. It does. I mean, um, coach is saying, I need you to go return punch. You right. No, I won't do it. No, I mean, you also, I mean, you get the backstory there, too. Right? I mean, it's it, it, it sounds like... From that clip that McCole Harbin had had asked, I want I would like to return punts, and they didn't want him to. Well, I can't trust you, right? And then he wanted to sit down and be like, "Well, why can't you trust me?" And now all of a sudden, because you need him, didn't talk to him Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hey, I'm going to need you. That's right. And at that point, he was like, "Sorry, 
The, the no, he's like, it's like, hey, bleep me, bleep you. Right. Uh, why did he refuse to return punts? I'm not catching for that man, bro. I'm not playing for him like at all. I wouldn't even do it. We'll do it for the team. I said, I'm going to be hurting the team if I go back there because I'm not going to catch the ball. <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I was so checked out. Like, it's over. I already talked to Visa, Pat. Like, hey, bro, come get me, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, what are we talking about? Like, man, come get me. I'm sorry you had to endure that. Yeah, it was tough. Just listening to the sound. I mean, well, it's, you know it's what awful. it is too, though. And and the reason why I think that you know people hear that and say it's bad look from Cole Hartman is kind of the end of what he just said. Is well, don't do it for me. Do it for your team. The thought is like, hey, suck it up. Do it for your teammates. Right. And he wanted no part of that. But I think when you have an experience like that with a coach, sometimes it's like you're trying to use me and and use the fact that I love my teammates to get me to do what you want. When you've treated me like garbage the entire it's, time. Honestly, it's bad all around. I don't think Hardman looks great here, and the Jets look comically bad. Uh, Jets look worse. But yeah, yeah. Bad. Jets look because this guy caught the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, so he's capable of being a really good player. Try to guess how many times he was targeted this season. The whole season, or whole on season. the Jets? On the Jets, four, three times. Had one catch. It's great. He, he had one catch with the Jets, uh, and who is your second receiver? Oh my, that's a, that was his point. Uh, he's right. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. This whole McCall Hardman thing doesn't sit well with me on either way. It makes the Jets look foolish and it looks him look petty is what it does. Well, I don't know. I mean, is petty the word you want to use? Uh, like, why bring it up? You just want a Super Bowl? Well, you, you just want a Super Bowl. Third. You want a Super Bowl again. You're where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, the Jets... It's not surprising to hear that they handle themselves like this, but you have such hard feelings. You have to go and make them public. It feels un- unnecessary. Well, l- listen, I mean, I- I'm not surprised at all he feels a way about what happened, especially when you hear these clips and how he was, and in his mind, how he was treated. The guy was talking, I mean, you brought a guy in, and when you, I mean, I'm sure he looks around and says to himself, and you heard in the clips we played earlier, like, hey, Gary Wilson, yeah, perfect. I can understand that. Right. But who else? I don't think he's wrong. That I get, I, I don't play. I'm a healthy scratch. I get three. Tar- I mean, I get three targets. Come on. Like, how many guys in the NFL are faster than Michael Hardman? A couple, right? You couldn't figure That's out why a way. You brought him here. You couldn't figure out a way to get the ball in his hands at no, all. It's like it's like they. It's like on the offense side of the ball, they see. They, they. It's like they couldn't. They couldn't function properly once Aaron Rodgers went down. Like they, there was like so they just function. lost sight of everything. Yeah, like well, now, now we we, now we cease we to exist. Yeah, like well, we you know, now? they played like it. They prepared like it. They, their quarterback play was like it. Well, this is not. This is this is a firsthand account of what happened. I mean, there were people. You're right. We had that thing, the story that came out. People would call it. Well, yeah, I can't tell you how many tweets I got. Diane is making it up. She's using anonymous name. She's making it up. Well, is McCall Hardman making it up, or do you believe what he has to say? It actually sounds like McCall Hardman might have been one of those. Maybe sources. maybe he was one of the sources. Because one of the I mean one of the, one of the quotes in that article was that Aaron Rodgers is the offense. Right. And, and I get and I get it, and he's great, and I take nothing away from him. But when you go from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, uh, what are you what are you doing? And there's other people available. You saw Jacoby Brissett. No, but forget that though. But I mean, uh, let, let's you don't have to start with that. Like just in general, like you're a coach, you're getting paid a lot of money. Nathaniel Hackett was brought in here to be an offensive coordinator. Right. If Aaron be, Rodgers be goes out, have the ability to adjust. Like even when he said, even when remember he had the quote during the season, like he was surprised by Brees Hall and he could catch the ball to the backfield. Right, I mean, you were surprised. Right. It's not supposed. He's to one surprise. of the most explosive running backs in. It's not supposed to surprise in, you. in the game. No, you're right. Like but I'm incapable now of doing my job because Aaron Rodgers is. But gone. there's numerous ways to attack this. Like yeah, of course. I mean, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and now I just I pack it in. I mean, Zach Wilson can do certain things well. Well, I mean, well be- better. So let's not put him in a position to succeed. 
Of course that's what you oh, should oh, do. Oh, we don't. No, he didn't know how. Which is even worse. I Probably that. Yeah. Or, or, or he's so stubborn that he wouldn't. But I mean, and if, you know what? I'm Zach Wilson. I'd be furious about that. And I, I don't think Zach is good. And I don't think in any offense you would have gotten a, a good version of him. But my God, at least at least try to do something that he's capable of doing. Yeah, unless you're incapable of doing that. <laughs> well, then then you know what? If he's incapable of it doing it, like you know what? Mess. Then he's a bad. Then he's a bad coach. And, and you know what? The scariest part is, is it doesn't shock me. Watching this team play football this season does not shock me. And the, and the best How is, could it shock you? He actually says too that defensively, no problem. How like what what that side of the ball did? Mm-hmm. They were because I mean he pretty much says it's like there's no I mean play the one clip with no structure. It's like everyone just does what they on the offensive side of the ball. It's just like do whatever you want. Oh, uh, here it is, McCall Hardman. We'll get to the phone lines in a moment. One 3776 McCall Hardman on the pivot again. Just no structure with this team. All on the same level. Nobody's treated differently. If if coach say if coach Reed say we don't wear yellow cleats in practice. If Pat go out there and wear yellow cleats, Pat go back and sign and change his cleat. Everybody treated the same. So it's like when we was out there, there was no really structure was going on. And obviously it's new new coaches and stuff like that. But I'm trying to help y'all out but y'all like oh whatever like and then y'all telling me certain things like i meet with you and you like yeah i'm gonna get you some plays you know what I'm saying? i'm gonna make sure you get involved in the game plan but i play two plays he hates the jets yeah he hates the jets well i mean you gotta think too though i mean in making the decision to to go to the jets you think aaron Rodgers is going to be a quarterback you've already won a couple super bowls right like in this this team with this great defense has you know got a chance to you know compete for another super bowl not only do you not compete for a super bowl you don't get to play you're not involved like, what did you bring me here for? It, re- it really is amazing. So the only th- thing you thought he was going to be capable of doing is succeeding with Aaron Rodgers That's as it. quarterback. Because once Rodgers went down, he was an afterthought. No, he couldn't find a way to use him. Let's go to uh, Subi in Midtown. Hey, Subi. Hey, guys. I'm shocked about your surprise about Hardman. I mean, the oldest story in football right now is the Diva wide receiver, even the Diva running back with Delvin Cook last year. They're coming from situations where they were the star, and they're put into a situation. McCall where Hardman was gonna... never a star. He, he, he had a couple of big games in Kansas City, and he's spoiled. You know, and at the end of the day, I'm not blaming Why, him. Why, because they actually found a way to get him the football? I mean, that's I mean that's what we're doing now? Yeah, exactly. But the point is, is, what I'm saying is the Jets made a mistake of not doing their due diligence with Dalvin Cook and Hardman, and they got rid of Michael Carter at running back, and they got rid of Barrios. I mean, those, those guys would not have made a difference this year, but at least they would have been consistent on the game plan that Salah has in team first. So if you're looking at diva wide receivers or running backs next year, don't think yeah, about it. Yeah, but you it. say, but Subi, you say team first. That's great to say that, but if you're not incorporating me into the team, that's gonna. I mean, I'm gonna feel a way about that. By like you way, bring me in here for a reason. Yeah. I want to be a part of the team. You're telling me certain things. You're gonna get me the football, and then I play two plays. That's the. It's I'm telling you right story. now. If I were to power rank the things that drive athletes the most crazy, it's coaches lying to them. Yeah, it's the oldest story in the book, and this goes for both. This is not about divas, Subi. Giants can't fall for this next year either. I mean, uh, fall for what? Subi, I'm confused. Any any diva, any diva player in the top of the first round, and that goes for their wide receivers. If they pick neighbors and this Rome Dunze guy, how 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 in fact is he being a diva? They brought him in here, they paid him, they had plans to use him, and then they just didn't use him. How is that diva like behavior? They're super skilled players, but super skilled players still need to. Yeah, to super skilled plan. players that are at the mercy of the offensive coordinator and the quarterback. If you're a super skilled player, why would you not try to get the ball in the hands of somebody like that? Well, that's the only. But it's it's how can I how can I contribute if you don't ever give me the football? Well, you can't. Right. 
You can't. It's, it's like when I played goalie. The, the most frustrating thing for me was if I can't make a save, like if I'm having a bad day, right. I'm not seeing the puck well, I, there's nothing else I can do. I can't go make a big hit. I can't fight. Like, that's it. Right. If I can't stop the puck, I'm useless to you. Forwards, you can block shots. You can fight. You can be, like, There's right. plenty of things you can do. If I'm a wide receiver, i got to get the ball. Well, what am I doing? Just running up and down the field? And, and it's not like you had a, a, a litany of wide receivers who were so good. No, but it wasn't. And he wasn't the kind of wide receiver where it's like you had, like, it's the quarter. Get him the ball. No, run a reverse run, to him. Anything. Well, you're a flea flicker. Like, do something. Wide receiver screen, something. Use his speed to your advantage. That's what I would say. Just use his speed. You didn't You didn't do it at all. You just said they threw the ball three times to him? Targeted three times. I mean, come on. One catch. 1-800-919-3776. You know, it's a, it's a juicy topic. It pisses it, me off. Oh, it should piss you off. Sounds like a complete disaster in this building. The only, the but only how does side, it change? The only part of the building that works halfway decent is the defensive well, side. You know what? You are more reliant on Aaron Rodgers than I even realized. <laughs> you are. Well, this I, entire I, I honestly, franchise belongs to Aaron Rodgers. I didn't think that Nathaniel was was that bad. I mean, well, we couldn't. You just we, heard we, we couldn't adjust. <laughs> he didn't even try. Like, well, what are we going to do? Yeah, it's bizarre. All right, uh, we have the melange, 1-800-919-3776. By the way, big show meeting right after today, 10 o'clock. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. <laughs> I just hope that you don't, you know. I'm not going to say anything. I can't. I can barely speak now. Relieve your flatulence. No, on, I'm not I'm done with that. That's that was a done? one-time thing. Okay. 1-800-919-3776. Any chance you sing on the big show meeting? Uh, in the meeting, no. I'm going to save my voice. Okay. I'm big open tomorrow. You do. Which it's back. But it never left. I got an email from a guy last couple of days. He said I might boycott the show open moving forward just because I'm so angry. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. You don't no. punish me. You've done. You've done nothing. You've done nothing wrong. You've done nothing. I didn't even know what happened. Ray just decided that he didn't want to do it. I know it's very hurtful. I can't take. I, I clearly can't take time off. No, you you will never take time off again. Never again. No. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.